Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. We have a one-shot from Reckoning of the Dead. I changed the name so as not to give away anything about the story. Uh, we're calling it uh, Should Have Taken Greyhound, but I'll put the original title in the credits. It was written by Matt Ryan and Noah Lloyd, and I will be the GM. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. It's March 2021, and you find yourselves on a bus from San Francisco heading towards the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. It's a four-day trip, and at this point, you are a bit uncomfortable. There are only so many ways to shift your weight in these padded seats. Fortunately, the bus is almost empty. It's about 7.30 p.m., and your last rest stop was about an hour ago back in Springfield, Missouri. The bus is traveling through some woodlands that make the landscape black between the trees, and the last dying echoes of sunlight are slowly fading into the purple of night. Your bus driver for the first leg of this journey was a fellow named Pete Markowitz, who seemed to dislike his job considerably. But he got off in Springfield and was replaced by a much more amiable middle-aged driver who cheerfully greeted everyone and seemed to be composed of endless smiles. He even whistled along with some of the radio tunes. The rest of you have moved around to your seats, trying to get comfortable. You still have two days to go. What would you like to do? What's the new bus driver's name? Oh. Um, where did it go? Uh, Carmack Lee. And has he been talking with us, or? Yeah, if you guys sl slide up towards the front of the bus and chit chat with him, he's chit chattyable. Okay. Um, oh, this ride cannot end soon enough. Oh. Well, we could still got uh, a couple of days to go. Um, yeah. It'll be over soon. You going to be with us all the way to Philly, or the driver change out again? Um, that depends on the scheduling department, but, uh, yeah, probably all the way. Mm. I don't know how you do it. How long you been doing this? Oh, for years and years and years. I don't remember how many years. Yeah. Um, well, what you, don't... what you heading out there for? I, um, just needed to get out of Cali, you know, just. Sometimes place is right for you, and sometimes it's wrong for you. You know, people make mistakes. Is this radio station okay? I don't know what kind of music you people like to listen to. Any well, requests? Any chance that, despite the fact we're in the middle of the United States, that it's not country or the Bible? Probably. Yeah, I think I get something. It's of the 70s and 80s. That's, that's, that's a pretty good choice. It's probably the the best we're going to get based on. Uh, I'm originally Midwestern, so oh, yeah. I know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. I chose the wrong coast too. Uh, hopefully, the east side will be nicer. What was your name again? I, I'm Dan. Dan. Dan, and I'm Robert. And uh, yeah, it's just uh. Man, 
These are all moving out here permanently then. I guess I'm the only one going down for the climbing festival. The which Anyone festival? familiar? Which festival? Climbing mm -hmm. festival in Philadelphia. Climbing? Climbing. Climbing. Oh. Real rock? No one familiar? No, no. Climbing is there to be done in Philadelphia. Oh, they have a festival there every year. Um, yeah, I, I'm not long graduated. Uh, majored in history myself and... Uh, hmm. Yeah, want to sort of get rid of the spare tire, so I'm meeting a couple of friends down there, having a nice healthy week. Name's Jordan, by the way. Anna. Anna. Nice to meet you. Robert. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, it's it's funny. I think you'd have a climbing festival somewhere in the West where there were things to climb other than bricks. Or somewhere in the Appalachians. Mm. I'm just <laughs> hoping it's mostly not indoors. But uh, hey, you all would... my friends are going to be there, and that's what I'm there for. Well, that's good, but I would be sorely disappointed if I, would, you know, bust all across country to go climb something indoors. You could go to a gym for that. Yeah, if only my if only my friends lived uh, much closer to me. But here we are. Next time, go to Utah. Much closer. It's where I grew up. Climbing's great. Mm. Utah. I'll have to. I'll have to keep that in mind. I'm so, what's Cali. your stories? Well, I'm from Cali myself, born and raised, and uh, life was was good for a time. Really freaking awesome for a short time, and now, yeah. You know, uh, some people say the lottery's cursed. All right. Well, if you're feeling like spilling any of those secrets soon, we're going to be stuck together for the next two days. Well, I'm well, it's actually for the first time, and I can't remember how long someone hasn't come up to me and just laughed at me into my face or told me I'm some type of lecherous creep. It's, I was just a school teacher, and hey, the jackpot got high enough. I bought a lottery ticket. I won big. I didn't get the biggest jackpot, but hey, <laughs> millions are millions, right? That was also was sweet. And, uh, you know, I figured, well, you know, jobs, okay. Apartments, okay. It's small, but San Francisco. So what do I want? And, uh, well, lawyer says I shouldn't mention her name anymore, but there's a particular actress. Uh, she's famous and... I, I adore her and I showered her with a lot of gifts and I'll skip along a little bit. I have to leave California and lost all my money in legal expenses. Damn. Yeah, I have heard that uh, the outcomes of uh, sudden uh, wealth can, are often terrible. Um, uh, I, maybe it's awkward to tell you after that disclosure that I'm a graduate student in psychology. So, um, you know, there you go. But uh, sorry, I, if it makes you feel any better, um, I am also changing coasts uh, because of a disastrous situation uh, that came out of a romantic situation that once seemed good. Mm. Um, and you know, in my case, uh, I, you know, I guess you, your, some of your difficulties came from 
a lack of proximity and mine came from an excess of proximity. You really shouldn't date people in the same graduate program. Um, oh. You really shouldn't. Just trying to find my Aunt Mary. Oh, what happened? Uh, nothing happened to her. Honestly, I don't. I met her when I was really, really little. And uh, so I don't really even have much of a recollection of her i'm just i just have a name and philly and i'm just I'm gonna try to find her philadelphia is really catholic there's got to be a lot of marys there yeah i'm sure yeah i hopefully i can look her up or something and why now <laughs> well i mean you're not the only one running from something um you know, I, uh, this is the second time running away from something for me, you know, mm. I, I left Utah three years ago. Um, my parents, they didn't approve of my choices and there was talk of boarding school or marry, marrying a good man to curb my unnatural thoughts. And I just, I knew I had to get out of there and Mm, yeah, and I've been just working in San Francisco and a couple of days ago the the other chick that works with me said somebody was asking for me at the diner and it was I knew it was my dad just by the description so I had to get out and like my whole life my mom anytime Aunt Mary gets brought up it's just that she's worldly and lives in sin in Philadelphia so I'm hoping that you know maybe maybe She'll accept another black sheep and help me get on my feet before. Um, you know. I like how worldly and sinful are in the same sentence. She's not provincial or insular. It's all wrong, I tell you. Sorry, I didn't mean to make fun of your situation. <laughs> Could use a little, a little uh, laughter, honestly. Yeah. Hey, if you don't laugh, you cry. Exactly. Did you know it's illegal in Cali for a private investigator to tell you where a celebrity lives? I, I don't know. What about all those tours? Yeah, I was about to say, can't you just look them up? The, the people who... See, I know this now. I wish I had known it prior to losing, you know, seven figures of money. But, you know, you know that's neither here nor there. Um, the ones that are on the tours, a lot of them are like, oh, it's so awful. Oh, those star tours. Well... If you didn't want your house to be found, why'd you buy it in your name, which is public record? Why didn't you just have your lawyer come up with a corporation that owns your house? Yeah, well, I've been learned. Usually not that expensive, but, uh, you know, life is precarious. Dan, are you changing schools or is this just a move out east for you? Yeah, I transferred. Uh, we we I can't we can't be in the same program. Um, it's going to cost me uh, some time and some money, um, but uh, not as much as the sanity I was going to lose trying to stay in a graduate school with my ex girlfriend under the circumstances under which we parted. Mm. Um, there was, yeah, it was not. It, you know, I, and I'll be better off leaving um, other associations behind and, you know, and vice versa. Like, oh, your social circles were all, I bet they're all on top of each other. 
Yeah, yeah. And in, you know, in insular worlds like, you know, psychotherapy, like that's, you know, your schoolmates are also your peers are also the people who judge you and approve you and don't approve you. And so it's really, it can get. Also, it's not like you go to like couples therapy or even therapy for yourself because you would probably run into a colleague. There's a, there's a distinct possibility. I mean, or, or we would end up, you know, criticizing the therapist after each session and, and that is not probably productive. Well, uh, not gonna lie, I sort of uh, didn't expect to be the only one going out here for a bit of rest and relaxation, but hey, that's life. <laughs> I envy you, Jordan. That's, that's uh, nice. That, that, that trip, nice. that just sounds nice. I'm sure we can all do something nice if we're stopping in Philadelphia. Well, take your mind off all the gross badness in the world. I'm looking forward to an authentic cheesesteak. And don't call it a Philly cheesesteak there. Don't get upset. Just call it a cheesesteak. I hear that Chinatown there is really good too. It's not all watered down and touristy. Mm. So I hear. <laughs> well, Cali also has really good China food, but yeah. As you guys are sitting there, <clears throat> the... Um, the bus makes some odd noises. Um, you can hear the, uh, the air brakes uh, make that sort of hissing sound a couple of times. And the bus lurches just a little bit. And um, Carmack puts his hand up and he says, nothing to worry about, folks. Just a little temperamental. Okay. That's good. What's the road like that we're on? Is it this winding highway or is it just flat? And you're you get... a, you're in a woodland area. A woodland um, area. Okay. So it's pretty much you're in a canyon of trees. Oh, um, okay. Not not many other people on the road right now. Uh, not not out here on the highway. Um, the uh, the engine makes some odd noises. Um, do, um, do, do any of you have man mechanical repair? Uh, I'll take a look back. I mean, I, I, have, so. I have base 10 points in it. I'm a language arts teacher. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, 10. Yeah, base 10 also. Well, you can, you can roll your, your thing and see if you get lucky. Okay, sure. Nope, 37. Engines are the big heavy metal thing that uses old dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Nothing? Nobody? No, nope. I rolled a zero on one of my die, but it was the wrong die. All right. <laughs> well, it's given some odd scraping sounds, almost like, uh, you know, the, 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 the odd sounds when you accidentally try to start your car after your car's already been started? Yes. Um, you hear some noises like that, and he says, Carmack says, uh, folks, uh, hold on just a minute. Um, and you feel the car, the, the, the truck, uh, truck, the bus, uh, sort of moving over to the side of the road. And uh, he, uh, he pulls it over and slows down and stops the bus. And he, uh, he stands up, and he says, now, everything's going to be fine. 
uh, it's best that you all stay calm and, uh, you know, not panic or anything. And Why would we panic? He, there's a, like a, a mechanic box up here on the, the side of the bus. And he reaches up and he opens it up. And he pulls out what looks like an oxygen mask and puts it over his face. And what then the? he reaches up and he turns a little valve. And as he does, suddenly this smoke starts coming out of the, uh, the hey. vents. Hey, what the, is this? And uh, before you can actually react, <laughs> um, you start to feel very drowsy. Mm. And everything goes black. Uh, I think we just got our organs harvested or something. All right. This first part I'll give you applies to all of you, but then I'll do each of you individually. Um, you start to wake up. And as you're waking up, you feel quite comfortable as if you've been sleeping in your home bed and uh, you'd had a good night's sleep. Um, uh, but you don't stretch. Uh, you, uh, your eyes slowly open and you realize that you're laying on your back in a room that has no features. It's white concrete um, it's a small room, maybe, oh, seven by seven, very tight, with uh, a steel door in one end, and you are strapped down to this bed. Um, you don't feel nauseous, and you don't feel sick. Uh, there's a, a night table with a small lamp and a glass of water. And you are strapped down to this bed. Um, uh, Dan, um, what would you like to do? So the uh, the uh, or, so the straps are they leather? Are they cloth? They they seem to be made out of uh, cloth, like uh, you know burlap or something like that and uh if, when i wiggle there there's no give they're attached to the bed there's a little bit of give yeah um is there the a band room is, like the room is very cramped so you're literally right up against your shoulders right up against the night table uh and there's maybe a band upper arm and then a band around my there's there's my a band around your face. chest and a band, you know, keeping your hands and your legs down. So there's three bands in all. Uh -huh. uh, I'm still dressed as I was in the bus? No. Uh -huh. You are now in some more. sort of medical, um, like a, whatever they put, the, the smock things they put on patients. The gown. The gown. A gown, a, a yeah. medical gown. And you said it's an it's a, it's a uncolored concrete little room? It's white. It's white concrete. Painted white. All right. And there's uh, fluorescent light? Uh, yes. The fluorescent light is sunk into the ceiling. So it's it's a flush ceiling, but with a white panel up there. 
Um, is there uh, so the, there's a lamp on the on the table? Is the table of a drawer? Oh, uh, you can't see. You can't lean over far enough to see. And I can't sit in like a clipboard. Oh, uh, you can't. Or any other text? Um, and uh, is it quiet? Oh, uh, completely dead silent. And you Not you enough. you vaguely can smell like antiseptic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm afraid. Uh, I, uh, and I, but I don't feel any uh, pain or discomfort or no the, the scratch of fresh stitches. Um, uh, all right, I'm gonna. Um, I, I, as, uh, is there any cover on top of me? No. Is it? It's but it's comfortably warm for my poor bare feet. Um, it seems to be right at room, you know, uh, like body temperature. It's not body temperature. It's it's very comfortable. You don't feel anything. Uh, I'm I'm going to um, work on shifting my weight uh, until I can try to free uh, a hand. I'm okay. not going to make a peep. Um, go ahead and use. A strength roll. Ah, that's the that's the characteristic I took points out of. Ah, but I rolled a normal success anyway. Thirty-three for forty-five. Okay. Um, you find that by uh, trying to shift your weight and wiggle, uh, your your shoulders actually banging up against that uh, um, that nightstand, and. Uh, you've almost toppled the glass over. Mm. Uh, uh, but you think you might, with more struggling, you might be able to get your hand free. And the other side is like up against the concrete wall? Yes. God damn it. Uh, yeah, I really don't want to alert my captor, Carmack and his friends. Um by knocking over a glass of water, which might be there just for that reason, since it's pretty hard to pour a glass of water into somebody who's prone. And I am prone, there's not, it's not a medical bed that's tilted up, it's Correct. flat. you are flat. Yeah, yeah, that might be a sort of cheap alarm system. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, you know, you know, I, in movies like Misery, where like they have a chance to escape in the first 20 minutes, like, don't try to escape in the first 20 minutes because you know you've got four more acts to get through. And don't scream and bang on the wall for help like the neighbors are going to come. You're, you, you know, obviously if you've been gassed on a bus, like these people know what they're doing. So I'm going to try to inch, I'm going to scooch like back and ass and leg muscles, try to pull my whole body a little bit lower to give myself enough room to free that arm without hitting the table. Okay. And this is going to be a while, so. Um, all right, we'll get back to you. Um, Anna, you find yourself in the same situation, um, almost identical, in fact. You are in your room. There is a, a nightstand with a glass of water on it. Um, but you have the odd sensation 
that something is wrong with your vision, like there is a black spot. These rooms are all very well lit. Um, uh, but there seems to be an area of darkness. Uh, and as you move your head, it moves with you. Um, and when you turn your head all the way to the side, it gets lighter and then it gets darker and lighter as you're moving your head like this. And you don't have any idea what's causing this bizarre effect. Um, how do you want to try and escape? Um, and I'm not in the same room with anyone else, right? No, or, you're, oh, okay. you're in an identical right. room, but... Uh, Somewhere I'm else. going to look around and then help, help, help. Okay. You're yelling help. All right. Let's jump to um, Mark. Uh, sorry, uh, Jordan. Uh, yes. You find yourself in the same situation. Uh, and you keep, you find that you keep grabbing a hold of the straps that are tying you down, um, and trying to work them loose. Uh, what else would you like to try? Uh, the room is the same layout as previously described, right? Exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. And I've, I've obviously tried to shimmy my body. To get straps yeah, loose. and you seem to you seem to be fairly dexterous. Um, go ahead and do a, a dexterity roll. No, that's a great big fail. Okay. You think that if you wiggle long enough, you might be able to work at least something free. Um, but you're also banging up against the table and the glass. You notice that the glass is, is sitting there. Your glass is empty, however. Hmm. Right. And the, the straps look like they're made of... Uh, cloth. Yeah. Cloth, right. Uh, I mean, he's, he's pretty much subdued at this point, so I think I'm just going to keep doing the same tactic, okay. try not to knock the glass over. Okay. Um, and then Robert... Uh, same situation. Um, uh, you can smell very distinctly the smell of um, what smells like uh, antiseptic and maybe formaldehyde in the air. Um, and everything seems kind of... Uh, I don't know, uh, the sounds in the room, maybe it's the fact that you're locked in a little square room, that every time you make a noise or you bump something, it it echoes off the walls in a very strange manner. But you're strapped down just the same as everyone else. Hmm. Well, being a language arts teacher, I immediately think of uh, the pit and the pendulum in the Gerald game. And uh, then I remember the how that lady got out of the handcuff in Gerald's game. Um, hmm. All right. So first, hello. 
Hello? Okay. Is anyone there? You're Help. also yelling. Help! And then I'm just going to try first. Uh, your, your leg muscles are stronger than your arm muscles, so I'm going to try uh, just kicking a lot, squirming out of the leg part of the restraints. Okay. Um, do a strength roll. Okay. 13. That is success. Okay. Might be extreme successful, but. Um, you start jerking your legs and uh, you feel the straps uh, begin to tear yes. just a little bit. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, you realize that in a few more tugs and pulls, you might be able to get your feet free, at least. Um, that might give you a little more leverage to uh, pull yourself out. Right. Oh. Uh, Dan, uh, as you are attempting to get out, you suddenly hear Anna's voice coming from nearby, uh, maybe to your, uh, to your right, uh, through the wall. Okay. Well, I mean... It's good that uh, she hasn't been harvested yet. That's at least one survivor. Um, I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna answer though. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep, keep twisting. Um, All right. The only chance I have is to like smack somebody in the head with a lamp. Uh, which I can't do unless I've got surprise. That's that's my. I mean, this is this is an elaborate situation. This is not something. It's not improvised. All right. So as you are, but you're still trying to struggle and, and work your way out. Yeah. Um. You realize that you can sort of grab a hold of the edge of the bed. And move yourself up and down just a little bit out from under the strap. Um, it's going to take some maneuverability. So so do a, like a fighting brawl. We'll call it a maneuver. 50, 21. That's a hard success. All right. So as you're, you're pulling yourself down, um, you put one of your hands on the edge of the bed and you're pulling really hard in order to get yourself to move down. And you, you put this other hand on this side of the bed. You're going to pull it down and you put your other hand up here against the wall and you start pushing. And as you come out from the strap, you suddenly realize you have three arms. The wrong number of hands. One is coming out of the back of your, of the center of your back. Holly, uh, Anna. <laughs> um, uh, so you're calling out for help, but you're not hearing anything. You get frustrated after a few moments. Uh, I'm going to start trying to, oh, sorry. I'm going to start trying to shimmy out of it in my, I'm panicking now. Okay. Uh, why don't you also do a maneuver? Uh, uh, Is that uh, fighting brawl, brawl, you said? Fighting oh. brawl, yeah. Um, I can 
spend some luck on this. I'm going to spend some luck and make it a success. You can always spend luck. Yes. Okay. I'll make it a success. All right. You also, in a very similar fashion, begin to shimmy your way out of the bed. And as soon as your head has cleared uh, the, the body strap and you've, you've gotten yourself down, uh, you can sort of set up and you, you can get the rest of you out. Now, there's something definitely wrong with your vision, but there's no more black spot. You can clearly see almost fisheye-like um, everything in the room. You can see all the walls. You can see your hand, yeah, doing this. Um, but even looking away from the lamp, you can still see the lamp. The, the feeling is as if everything is sort of crammed into your field of vision completely. It's disorienting, but it's it's not completely disorienting. Uh, Mark, um, sorry, Jordan, um, what are you going to do? Uh, <clears throat> Jordan is going to keep persisting and doing what he was doing before. All right, maneuver, the same as... Uh, brawl? Yeah, uh, fighting brawl. Uh, yes, that's a hard success as well. All right. Um, you're having trouble uh, with um, maneuvering your legs, but you're 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 able to get your hands out. Um, and after a few moments, you've managed to slide out from underneath the straps. Um, to your horror, your first horror, your knees seem to be on backwards. Your legs are bending in the other direction instead of forward, almost like a grasshopper's legs. That's disgusting. Take That's a sanity loss? You can take a sanity loss, but you also take a sanity loss because you realize now you also have thumbs on this side of your, your hands. So if I have like six digits or literally the Correct. thumbs on it? Oh, that's gross. Uh, yeah, that's a pass, though. Apparently, it's not that shocking. Okay. Still, you'd probably take a couple of points of sanity loss. Robert. Yes, sir. Um, do the same thing. Maneuver if you're trying to get out. Yeah, I'm going to maneuver. And I don't know if possible. I was thinking maybe you could try and like grab one of the arm straps with like a foot, but I don't know if that flexible uh no no okay so you continue yelling and, ah. and trying to get loose um at this point you can all hear him somewhere out there also yelling you think that's uh, robert um dan uh you have managed to stand up um you feel normal, except you've got an extra arm. Uh, you can't see if there's sutures or stitches or what. Uh, 
and for, and it almost seems natural. You you can control it, and you don't even know how you're doing this. It's just acting like another arm. You're you're muted. I can reach around from my hand from behind and tap myself on the head. And scratch the, your own butt. <laughs> more readily than ever before. <laughs> um, yeah, I can make a fist and it, it feels like a, like a body part that I recognize, which is insane because I have no, there's no part of my brain that should respond to those signals, even if a perfectly functional arm were attached to me. Uh, so the steel door of my cell, uh, it's barred. Doesn't seem to be. It's, it's flat steel. It's flat steel. Is there, a, is there a, a food hole? There is a food hole at the bottom. Um, but there's also a handle and you don't see any kind of locking mechanism, at least okay. not on this side. Uh, and there's a lamp on the table, even though there's permanent overhead light in this room. Correct. Can I unplug that lamp? Yes, you can. I'm going to pick up that lamp with my new hand. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll for sand loss, by the way. Yeah, you can do Over sand loss. Um, I rolled a 31. So what? I'll just take two. Take a couple. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's going to get worse. Um, so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to sort of weigh that lamp in my new hand, which is pretty easy to hide. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try the door handle and or knob and, and look into the hall. Um, the door handle does seem to open. All right. Uh, concrete arched tunnel hallway. Um, it it appears to be a very plain, um, painted white, uh, almost military look to it. Um, cinder blocks. Steel steel corridor. Yeah, cinder blocks. Uh, it doesn't go very far, but there are four doors on four. each. Well, I'm sorry, you're one of those doors. You're the very far. You're the, the farthest door on the. Uh, let's see, from where you're standing, it would be on the right. Uh, there's a door directly across from you, and there are three more on each side. So there's four doors and four doors. Yeah, so it's an eight door hallway, and I'm I can account for four possible. I've heard two of them. Um, and then each end of that is another steel door. There is nothing uh, right next to where you are, so it's a blank wall. Okay. And at the other end, you can see what look like uh, almost like elevator doors. Uh huh. Okay. There's uh, no windows. And there's no uh, exposed wiring anywhere except nothing. for the. Yeah, yeah. It's all very smooth. Uh, is the floor concrete or steel or? The floor seems to be concrete. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, going to open the door opposite me and see if I can release one of my presumed bus mates. Okay. So, uh, from where you're standing, you can tell that Anna should be in the room uh, on your side next to you. I'll go to the I'll go to the left door then first. Okay. Uh, you go to that door and it is open, and as you open the door. Uh, Anna is inside. Anna, you see him suddenly open the door. Dan, thank God. Oh, God, thank God. 
No cameras we've seen? I haven't seen any cameras down here. No cameras. Uh, what is happening? Dan, do a spot hidden for me. Fifty fifty twenty-eight. Okay. You suddenly, as you're standing there, you're both in, in uh hospital gowns. You look down and you realize that Anna's feet have been replaced with hands. She has hands above and below. Anna do a spot hidden. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's um, all right. So I assume, Dan, that you whispered to her. Okay. Um, you all can hear what sounds like Howard. Oh, sorry, Robert. He sounds like he's down at the end of the hall, closest to the uh, the things in a room over there. I don't deserve this. Help! <sighs> um, and is Jordan is is Anna? Uh, is she? She's free of her restraints. Yeah, she's yeah, okay. uh, she's worked her way out. Right. She was and just I, standing up as you opened the door. Standing up, which must feel strange. Um, yeah, so I introduce her to what I know about myself. Anna, you can do another spot hidden. And I just failed a sand roll for Anna's hand feet. Uh, extreme success. Um, at this point, you guys are thinking weird shit. So uh, just take two more points of sanity damage. Uh, Anna, um, as Dan is showing you his extra arm, I mean, you can see that it's been stitched on. Um, but the sutures look like they've healed a bit. So it must have been, you must have been in here longer than what, uh, than what it seems like. How long at, have they had us at, down here? At, at the same time, when Dan says something to you, you look at him and you're like, Dan, what's wrong with your teeth? And when he opens his mouth, it looks like his teeth have been removed and then put back in again, but in the wrong order. And they're at wrong angles. Some of them are pointing in one direction. Some are sticking out a little. And Dan, you suddenly realized there was something wrong, but you weren't you weren't really aware of it, but now you feel that your teeth are all completely fucked up. They're they're in places that they really shouldn't be. You can do another sanity roll. I'm assuming I need to do one as well. Yeah. Um, I, I know I'm not there. I'm just curious. Are they all at least in like in rows, or is it like you know like some in the middle and like some in the cheek? Or some are pointing this way and some are pointing, and some are sticking out a little and. It's now that now that you know they're there, it's impossible not to keep running your tongue over them. That um, is literally nauseating. 
Jordan, what are you going to do? You have uh, I'm, out of the, I'm out of the restraints now, right? Yes. Uh, I'll open. I'll open the door and look out into the hall where I can hear the commotion. Okay. Um, Dan, if your room was number one, and Anna's was number two, um, Jordan opens the door that would be number three, but on the opposite side of the, the hall. And. Uh, he sticks his head out. Um, uh, what you see actually is a hand come around the door first that has an extra thumb and is gripping a hold of that door as he opens it up and sticks his head out. Um, and then what comes out is good old Jordan, but he's got backwards legs like a grasshopper. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Let's 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 try to let's try to get Robert and and get out of here and find someone who could punish whoever did this to us. I'm just hoping all this is real and we're all just in a big dream. Mark, I mean, uh, uh, Robert, you think that you can hear somebody talking outside your door. Hello? You're still strapped down. There's someone there. Please. I'm scared. Hello? All right, hurry down to the hall and try to quiet him before he summons the guards, although obviously they don't worry about us. Uh, Robert's room would be number four uh, on your side. Um, Who's going to open the door? I'll open it. Okay. Uh, Anna, you step forward to open the door. Uh, Dan and Jordan do a spot hidden roll. I rolled three zeros, so. Uh, yeah, I pass. All right. So, Dan, you're, you're staring at the door. And uh, Jordan, uh, Anna has an eyeball on the back of her head. Oh, Jesus, this just keeps getting looking worse. Looking at you. Um, do, a, uh, do a sanity roll. <laughs> this is the sanity roll game. Uh, no, that's a, that's a fumble. All right. Um, you can do a 1d4, because that is bizarre. And it winks at you. And, and Anna, I notice you that. don't seem to notice that anything is wrong. And the fact that you're at the door and yet you can see Jordan behind you doesn't feel doesn't odd. register, yeah. Until you see the look in his eyes, which is <laughs> pure terror. What? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I go to respond and then don't. I look the other way. Anna, you open up the door. And you see Robert, uh, he's strapped to the bed, but there is something horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. um, Robert's ears are distorted and pulled out. They almost have a, a the look 
of like a bat. Uh, bats, Maybe very strange like things. Uh, no, not quite that. Not that ridiculous, but um, his nose also seems to have been widened on his face. And thirdly, the weirdest thing of all is he has a zipper running down the center of his chest and stomach. Um, and he's kind of thin and emaciated. Oh. Uh, and he's struggling. He's struggling to get unstrapped. You can do a sanity roll. <laughs> Robert, you haven't realized these things. That's a failure. <laughs> so, no, I'm just right. crying because I'm scared. You can do a 1d4, Anna. Uh, should you feel... Oof. Um, Jordan and Dan, you of course look in the door once Anna has opened it and she's recoiled. Uh, but Robert is crying and still strapped to the bed. What do you do? We're gonna, we're gonna, sh sh we're gonna get you out of here. We're gonna get you out of here. Uh, 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 and uh, they've done things to us. You have to, you have to take, take some deep breaths. Um, before you, before you, before you look too closely, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if there's anybody in the other rooms. Where, where, where are you going? Just, there's, 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 there's eight rooms. I'm gonna see if there's anybody else trapped in here. I'll go over and help start unbuckling Robert from his straps. Okay. So let's call those four rooms five, six, seven, and eight. Uh, which one would you like to go to, Dan? You're actually really close to eight. That's right yeah. across from Robert. I, I, but I actually like to go back down to the end where I was and to the okay. door and work my way toward the exit. All right. Well, the exit's actually right next to where Robert Robert's room is. Right. So I've, I've, all right. So, I so you're going all the way back it. to that. Okay. I see what you said. All right. You go back there and you open the door. And you are immediately assaulted with the smell of rotting meat. Unsuccessful. Um, you, you look inside and there is a body strapped to the bed that seems to be rotting. And the most obvious modification on it is it has two heads. And they're not moving? No, it's long dead. Good, good. Um, I was afraid it was both moving and dead. Um, so I, I'm going to close that door. Uh, I've already taken five points of sanity loss. Um, should that's I? That's okay. You need to take them all in one hit. Okay. Yeah. But should I roll for this? Yeah, part? I think at most you're going to take one because you're. Already I know where I am. Everybody. Oh, and I rolled a seven, so I'm curious. Okay. One yeah. more. All right. Okay, and the next door is also one that has... Uh, the next one also has an odd... It has an odd smell. It smells, once again, like something died. But this time it doesn't smell like, uh, like meat so much as... Like, more like a dead animal. Um... 
and you can see that whoever this was, uh, they were being modified almost like a wolf. They have, they have bodies covered in hair, and uh, they're dead. It's, it's so these experiments are so monstrous. All right, and the next one is across the hall again to our side, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, nobody, nobody so far, guys. I stage whisper at the front. Um, I, all right. This one. Door. You open the door. This one is almost sanity shattering. Um, it's a person, a man, and his arms and his legs and his neck have been extended so that they're like six feet long each. And they're sort of draped all over everything. His neck is up and bent and it's lying on the, on the, the side table. Uh, and once again, he's, he's rotting. There are maggots uh, all over his body. It's absolutely horrific and monstrous. Um, you could do another sanity roll. You sure you want to take all the sanity? What are the rest of you doing while he's having these horrible reactions? Do any of you want to see? Am I still tied up? Uh, no, uh, uh, Jordan has untied you. Yeah, I'm going to stick my head out. Dan, are you okay? Dan. They're, they're all dead. They're all dead and they're Silence, all different. Get out of here. And they're horrible. There's one more. I'll, let, I'll look at it. I'll look at it. Go take a rest. Jordan, what happened to your legs? What is this? I'm just trying not to think about it right now. Oddly enough, Jordan, you seem to be able to walk okay. I just imagine it like because you know the way you know the way like dog legs or right, like exactly. that's the way I'm, I'm imagining it. It's it's almost seems maybe like you're walking on your tiptoes, but your heel is way up here, and then your like goes back this way. That's very must have strange. Been one painful operation. You wonder if you could jump really high. I'll open the last door, give Anna, me a break. You go to the last door and you open it. And what you see is a human torso. It looks like maybe it was female. And in place of a head and neck, there is just a large mouth. It goes all the way across, shoulder to shoulder dips down just a little bit and it's filled with teeth look like shark teeth um it's dead also uh, you can do a sanity roll you guys are all terribly shaken we need to get out of here right now wait well, no one's told me what they do to me Look! Look, down look at there. us, Robert. Look at I, us. I. I mean, I, I feel. Why am I so thin? Thin with a zipper. And I just like the slightest bit, like kind of like almost you know, trying like, to move a feather. Reach for you! Don't! Don't! No, no I, just, I was like, 
Tom, what does that feel like? Does it literally feel like I'm like with my chest? Um, it feels like you're undoing a jacket. If how far are you going to go down? Like that much. Go a little bit. Yeah, it feels like you're just pulling down the zipper on a jacket. And then if I like just like not like in, but like almost parallel, just like got like like a, a finger in there. Does it come out with blood? Or? No, it's just it's. A, but you can feel there's a cavity inside. I'm a hollow man. Do you want to open it up a little more? No, I don't know. If they did this to us, they can they can undo it. Whatever this is, right? I mean, I don't think they're in the business of undoing this. We just need and to get I, out of here. It's a nice thought, though. It's a nice thought. If we can figure this out, then we can undo these things. Let's 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 hope. Uh, has the has the door at the end of the hall? Uh, it looks up? like an elevator door. Right, but there are no buttons. There is a button. Yes. Ah, right. only one. Right. Up? Well, I guess uh, it. Well, as an arrow. There, yeah, there's an up arrow. Okay. Is there a light above the door? Uh, yes, there is. It's, it's an elevator door. I assume we're all following, or? Well, we're all bunched up because it's right outside your door. Here's the thing: Do we want to try to get in the elevator, which will have a camera in it, or do we want to try to pry the door open? And hopes that we can, uh, you know, I know that the elevators aren't really like in movies with like convenient ladders and stuff. No, but... they're not. Um, if we get into an elevator, they could easily trap us in there. We should try and use stairs if possible. Yeah, there's no other exit. There's, do you see an exit sign? Do you see a fire ladder? This is not a legitimate facility. No. We are in a prison uh, being mutilated by maniacs. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was uh, I probably would have done better with the visual. So I get that there are four rooms on on each side of a long hallway. Elevator at one at the one end. You know, basically the short right. side of the rectangle. What's at the other short end of the rectangle? Nothing. Just a blank wall. I think we just Single have to take wall. the elevator. Yeah. Either this, pry it uh... open and use the shaft, or just take the elevator. I think we should just try and take the elevator. You really don't want to go in an elevator shaft. Okay, I've got this lamp to whack somebody with. Everybody should grab arm? some weapon. Yeah, I've got a third arm. Was there anything in the drawers good. in the bedside tables? Of our Nothing. Okay. No but like, you them. know, grab part of a bed or take a lamp or... Right. Yeah, I'll take my lamp too. I'll take Just my don't lamp. don't go in the empty rooms. They're really not... Believe well, you. I guess they're not empty then. No, they're not. <laughs> All right, so are you all going to take lamps? Uh, is it also possible to remove the straps? Um, yeah, now that you're undone. We yeah, should take should... straps because if we find someone, we might need to restrain them, either because they're going to be freaked out like I was or they're the bad guy. Can I make a sort of um, improvised knife using the like broken glass and like cloth from my... Outfit, sure. Kind of wrap around yeah. her grip. Okay. Yeah, I think you could do that. Uh, in fact, once you've broken the glass, you could use the sharp edge to cut the straps off if okay. you wanted to. All right. And we we haven't found the camera. Uh, how about ventilation? Are there Wait, I, vents? You don't see any ventilation. I have an idea. Um, 
the the bed. Can we tear into the mattress and get at the springs? We could like straighten them out, make them into weapons, or use them as lockpicks or something. Well, you realize that the mattresses are only about this thick. They're foam rubber. Oh, they're just foam rubber. Um, okay. The bed frame underneath, however, is metal, and it does have metal flat metal straps with little springs on each side. Okay, I'm gonna grab some of those. Like we can use these to MacGyver something later or something. Just try and gear up a little bit. All right. So put those into your inventory. You've got those. If anyone um, needs uh, help holding them, apparently I have a cavity. Dan's got an extra arm. There you go. So, Tom, nothing in this place so far is reflective, though. Like the metal doors, they weren't like stainless steel. They were. Yeah, they were stainless steel. All the doors are kind of stainless steel. So would that mean I could actually see somewhat of a reflection of myself? They're kind of dull. So you really dull, can't, okay. they're not shiny. Um, so. We're geared up. Does the, from, does there, is there a bell when we press the button? From this point on, before you hit the button, David. Um, Who's David? You may increase your strength by 20 points. Um, Holly, you may increase your climb by 20 points. Um, Mark, you can uh, increase your dexterity and your jump by 20 points. And Robert, um, you can increase your... Uh, listen and um i guess whatever if we ever do smell uh we i still think we need a smell on here uh, well i could just type <laughs> in, what, what, what would the default smell be we'll, we'll make it uh, spot hidden if i and how much am i increasing those by 20 points if i do that i will be at 100 for both of those just so you know okay okay so yeah i gear and smell everything Actually, also anyone with with limbs. Let's see, uh, extra thumbs. Uh, no, no. I think the extra arm is the strength. Okay. Um, all right. You hit the button, and uh, the light lights up on the elevator. And after a few moments, there is a ding, and the doors open, and it's a standard size elevator. Um, you know, 3,000 pound capacity, whatever, uh, just like any other elevator. Uh, there seem to be uh, a number of buttons uh, for floors, uh, like maybe five. Arabic numerals? Yeah. yeah. No uh, inspection sticker, obviously. No. No obvious camera either? No, you don't see a camera. Corner camera? Are they just one, two, three, four, five? Correct. What floor are is, we on? Does it indicate? You seem to be at the bottom. Okay. Um, just out of curiosity, is the Braille numbering also next to the numerals? You know, I was going to say that. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this ADA compliant or not? <laughs> Probably the Braille is there too. Uh, at this point, I'm like. Well, that's nice. They thought of the visually impaired. 
Um, Probably they would take eyes out of some of us. Yeah, but then they taught you American Braille. It, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. We go. Uh, How, uh, has our hair grown? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're doing an intelligence roll. Uh, hard success. From the wounds, uh, from, from the, the, the work on your bodies and stuff and your hair growth, you might guess it's been about a month. amazing well miss the climbing festival so if we're at the bottom we should go to the top maybe? oh yeah i, I, I want out of here i don't see any reason to stop anywhere i assume that the top floor is ground level so would that be one or five one well whatever the opposite of what the number is that's lit up while we're here it seems is, like you're on one. Yeah, let's so try we're five. On, okay, then we'll go to five. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll push it. Push. Uh, you uh, you start up. Um, the elevator seems to go kind of slowly. Uh, it goes, you know, two, three, four, and five. And uh, then you hear the little ding, and the door opens, and... You're looking into a corridor that seems to go off in the distance, maybe a hundred feet or so. Um, there are a few doors along the way. Uh, this does not seem to be the same. Uh, it's not steel doors, and it's almost like an office. An office. But, but there's uh, no natural light, I assume. Uh, still no windows, correct. It's one hallway with doors on both sides to another elevator, or um, you can't quite tell. It's a little far away, but you're thinking uh, maybe there are doors down there. Carpeted? Uh, no, it's uh, like uh, linoleum. Right. Let's let's try the first door and see if there's a phone or something. Okay. Also, food, water, bathroom. You uh, you get to the first door. Do a luck roll. Thirty nine is a normal success. Okay. Uh, the door opens, uh, and you look inside, and it seems to be some sort of a lab. There are um, uh, shelves with uh, chemicals. There are. Uh, uh, shelves with empty beakers and flasks and things like that. There's a table in the center where there's some equipment that's been set up, um, but there's nobody in there. The lights, you probably flip, it's dark, so you flip on the lights and the fluorescent lights light it all up. Lab, but not surgery? Uh, no, it looks like a chemical lab. Uh, are, there, are there individual work desks? It looks like maybe only one person works in here. And no telephone. Oh, you don't see a telephone, no. And no fire alarm. Don't see a fire alarm. And no external windows. No external windows. 
uh, you know, part lots of lots and lots of junk. I mean, lots of things. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a chemist. Uh, part of me thinks we should just hide out behind the door here and kill whoever comes in first or take them hostage. Um, but maybe this place has been abandoned. Do you want to just go down the hall? Well, we should keep looking. And we can use that as a last resort. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know much about chemistry, but maybe something in there would be useful. I think what we should also look for is like notes or, or stuff. Right. Like how yeah. they did this to us. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. Are there computers on the desk? Mm -mm. But there are, um, what do I want to say, like shelves with books, or not, not books, but, you know, binders with stuff in them. Notes or, yeah, protocols or right. whatever. Uh, all right, I'll uh, I'll take down one of the I'll take down a couple of these and and look through it to see if there's pictures of us or. Okay. I'll, I'll grab one with you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think we should move quickly though. So. Yeah. I'll keep uh, moving down the hall then. All right. So as you okay, you're going to keep moving down the hall. All right. As uh, Robert and Dan are looking through the books, Robert and Dan, what you're encountering almost entirely are chemical. Uh, chemical formulas and um, occasionally there'll be notes that say things like uh, remarkable and um, I didn't think that this would work but it does and things like that uh, but you, you don't have chemistry so I suppose you could you could roll a science roll, and you got one percent chance. <laughs> I, mean, I did roll three zeros once, so it happened. Uh, Tom, am I rolling as well? Sure, you're looking at one. I mean, it's a silly your chance of getting an O one. I, I guess I missed that one on the Discovery Channel or whatever. Uh, no, I. It feels like we're like at Area Fifty, whatever it is. And no, like, I don't. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. Well, neither do I. But I don't believe. I mean, and I turn around and like clutch his gown with my third hand. Like I don't believe it's possible to sew a third hand onto a fucking human body. <laughs> you are rather dexterous with that. We should keep looking, though. We need uh, yeah. time is let's, short. Yeah, let's keep going. Unless we find food and water and answers. So I uh, keep moving down. Uh, okay. It, well, it, Anna it, it, was already going down. Jordan, were you going with Anna? I'll uh, I'll just look at any rooms to the opposite of where she's looking. Okay. Um, all right. So, well, Anna, uh, you open a room, and uh, this is a rather large room. Um, you almost think of it as like yeah, your first thought is like an indoor swimming pool uh there's no water in the pool and it's not that big uh it's maybe 20 feet by 20 feet or so but it's definitely a pit and when you go over to the pit you see a couple of things there are uh, there's like a chain lift hanging over the pit as if to lower something into it. And the pit itself uh, is physically damaged. 
and there are blood stains um, all over the inside of the pit. Um, they look old and dried, but uh, there's also a number of seats around, uh, almost like spectators. Um, it's very disturbing. Uh, you can decide whether you want to do a sanity roll or not. And if you lose, then you lose a point of sanity. Um, Jordan, you open your door and this is definitely a place where they have stored um, specimens. Uh, there are large uh, acrylic tubes uh, that have body parts uh, in them uh, that seem to be uh, suspended in a yellowish uh, sort of liquid. Um, uh, the liquid almost has a fluorescent yellow quality to it uh, that the fluorescent lights uh, make uh, almost like the liquid glows. Um, and you can see that some of these body parts, arms, legs, and so forth, are twitching. You can do a sanity roll. Uh, absolutely. I'm assuming there's no notepads or anything like that left about. Mm. No, that's a pass. Do a do a spot hidden roll for me. I passed on my sanity, by the way. Okay, so you just take a point of sanity to us. Oh, that is an extreme success. All right, you're looking around, and you do find a small, thin binder. Uh, that looks like it has a lot of notes, uh, chemicals uh, that have been written out and so forth. And you can see that they're older notes. Uh, the paper inside the thing look like they're at least, that, it, that it's old and yellowed, uh, but you can still make out all of the notes. Uh, the author, uh, up at the top of the page, whose name is there, uh, is Herbert West. Who you have no idea who that is. What an interesting fellow. All right. Um, Robert and Dan, you don't find much other than incomprehensible chemical formulas and stuff like that. Um, all four of you leave your respective room, unless you're going to do something in there. Uh, um, do I see anything that clearly says acid, sulfuric? Uh, do a spot hidden for me. Uh, it's it's a hundred. Oh, uh, yes, you see uh, you see sulfuric acid and other forms of acid as well. Technically, it always ninety nine, but that's great. Uh, okay. Okay, that's true. Let me let me roll. That's a six, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry to waste um, your six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it, does it look like it's sealed up well enough or is it, or is it just in like a loose bottle? With it's a, a brown uh, 
you know, light resistant brown bottle with a white label on the side and a screw top. But the screw, it screws okay. It's not going to accidentally open or something like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a modern bottle. These, all of this equipment in here looks modern. Okay. For now, I'll, I'll, I'll just grab this. We, this could always, you know, throw it at something unpleasant. Okay. We're all something unpleasant. You know what I now, mean. I do. Uh, all um, right. So, uh, uh, are there more wait. doors on here? No. Seems to be the only door. Well, the four of you then come out. Anybody else want to do anything hall. in your in your respective rooms? Uh, I want to get out of here. Another right. floor, then? Well, I mean, there's still, the corridor continues on. Uh, you just, these are the first four doors you came to. Should we just run to the end? And what do you guys want to do? Let's find out where... Like, let's find out if there is a stairwell or a or a elevator, and then we can judge, right? Yeah. Th Tom, are any of these uh, things marked? Like, this is room one, this is room two, or it says lab, or yeah, there's lab one, lab two. Um, these are probably like lab five, three, and five, four, and stuff like that. Well, they're labeling the rooms. I would then, and then if I look back towards the elevator, does it say elevator and like that, or? Um, yeah, there's probably a sign on the wall that says elevator and it points to the elevator. Wherever this place is, they're labeling things. So we don't necessarily have to go into every room unless we want to. We should just keep going down this hall or the, the hall of another floor until we see something that says stairs or exit, right? Yeah, more or less. Like anything that says exit, I'm going to, you know. Well, let's. Uh... And if there's a fire axe. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's a room and, you know, if there's somebody walk by something, it's like, ooh, surgery or how I fucked up regular people. Yeah, yeah like, we'll go in there. Uh, As you're standing there, you suddenly hear a ding. And you, you look back at the elevator and the elevator doors open. And at moment for a moment, there's something dark inside. And then stepping out into the hall... There are three classic zombie what? things that step out. They're almost blue-green, their faces. Uh, they're partly damaged. Uh, you can see one's teeth all on one side. And they're, they're shamble into the hallway, and then they start moving towards you. Well, guess what, guys? <laughs> And I bravely run away. Wanted to see the end of this hallway anyway. Yeah, fleeing. Yeah, let's go. All right. So you run down to the end of the hallway, and you can see that there's like a double door, you know, like a, you'd see in a hospital. Um, are you going to run through it? I think we, uh, I mean, these are slow zombies. Yeah, they don't seem to be moving very fast. And it, the hallway was long enough that we couldn't see the opposite end. So we've gotten some distance from them. Correct. So I would like to, if, you know, if there's unbarred double doors, I want to peer through them gently before pounding them open. Okay. Uh, you look through 
and it seems to be um, a, a, like a medical uh, room. Uh, there's medical equipment in there. There's a medical uh, uh, table and various equipment around the room. Uh, probably, uh, you know, for doing surgery. One of those big lights that's up here above. It's a sterile smelling surgical looking room that's lit. It doesn't smell sterile. You can smell blood and other smells. Antiseptic. You can smell antiseptic, but... But not just antiseptic. And you're looking through the the wall, through the windows and the doors. Oh, there are double windows? There are those yeah. windows? Okay. Correct. Um, Jesus, that doesn't look good either. Uh probably the way out. Um, what do you think? Press press on? I think we should keep going. Well, you've, you've okay. come to the end, so. Oh, okay. So right. Nothing is well, beyond the surgical room. Well, you can't really see because you're okay. not going in. You're looking right, right, through right. the doors. Right. The I other option would close. be to like look at the two doors nearest the end and see if we wanted to make a stand in there. But um, do an idea rule. Are we all doing idea rules or, or just? You're all doing them. I failed that. Uh, that is, I don't know. I think that's a success. Hang on. Sorry. I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. Jor Jordan's like, I bet there's better weapons in there than these lamps that we're carrying. Yeah, I, I have a regular success. So. All right. Okay. And we that's got scalpels and, and maybe a way out. Now, what right. did you say about windows? Or windows outside? or There's no windows. Oh, okay. I thought I heard you say We were looking through the, windows. There's, the there's little windows in the doors going in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we go into the non-sterile surgical theater. Right. And uh, uh, you realize that there may be a, a, a way to bar the door, but you'd have to move some of this equipment around, and you're not sure you have really the time. Um, everybody do spot hiddens as you look around. Uh, that's a fumble. fumble. Uh, regular success. All right. Dan, how did you do? Down. Anna? Regular success. All right. So Jordan and Dan, you step into the room and you're looking at the, the medical table in the center and the light. And you can see that there are a number of things around like... Uh, scalpels. There's maybe even a couple of bone saws, things like that. Anna and Robert, as you step into the room, uh, Robert reacts first. But one of the uh, one of the walls from the wainscot up is mirror. And Robert, when you look into it, you can see what's happened, how your face has been distorted. Um, and Anna, you're looking into your own reflection too. So, I think I'm just gonna fall on my knees, being like, <laughs> "I think I think Dan and Jordan probably hear them react when they they look into the mirror." So is my that a question, sand roll? That feels like a sand roll. Sure. Hmm. I, I fear that poor Anna was looking the other way when she saw her reflection. She might have been. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say to look away, but I don't think that would help. 
Yeah, the thing is, is that Anna, when you turn your head, you can see the eye in your head because you're looking right at it. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a pass. All right, just a couple of points then. Fail. Um, the zombies are getting closer, and they begin to. Uh, they're close enough to where they're about to pound on the door. So, uh, fire extinguishers, exit signs. Any yeah, of there's the some fire stuff. extinguishers. There's yeah, there's all, all sorts of things. You tell me what, what you, what would probably be found in a medical lab. I mean, uh, are there are there gurneys we can push up against the door? Uh, there's not a gurney, but there is the medical table itself. It's pretty heavy. Guys, uh, let's push the medical table. Okay, it's a start. With your extra strength and your extra fingers and your stuff like that. Um, Cover your ears, Rob. It's going to make that screeching sound across the floor. Um, All right, I'll say successfully you managed to do that just as the zombies start pounding on the door. Uh, uh, Dan and whoever else is pushing the the thing... uh, Dan and Jordan, maybe. Uh, do a spot hidden. That's uh, exactly a hard 25. To fail. Okay. Well, Dan, you notice out the window in the door that there are more zombies out there than there were before. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I feel like this is part of the experiment. I want to hurl a stool or something at that uh, mirror. Okay. Um, do a, a throw. Do a luck roll. Luck would be better. Uh, either way, I made it. Uh, okay. I don't because... see how you could possibly fail. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, you can, yeah, usually hit a window with a stool. But luck, we'll see if it breaks. All right. So that, yeah, um, 18 is a good. Uh, you hit the window and uh, it shatters. Uh, there's a terrible crashing noise and uh, the glass falls and beyond it is a dark room. Um, however, you can see that there are people sitting in there and um, Then you hear a commotion uh, from outside the door where the zombies are. They stop banging on the door and somebody knocks on the door. You can hear them banging on the door like a hand and they say, "Um, you can move the table now. I think you're beginning to figure things out. What? Let me in. I'll explain everything. Well, we can talk to you now. Who are you? I'd rather come inside and meet you face to face. I'd rather you not have touched us. Who are you? Um, it's me, Dr. Dr. Lee. Who the, I don't know a Dr. Lee. The bus driver. The bus driver, yes. I'm bounding over to the broken glass to see who is in the observation chamber all right um as you do that the lights come up in the observation chamber and there's about 20 people men and women most of them middle-aged to older 
Uh, and they're in various forms of um, really tasteful, um, expensive dress. Um, the men are in suits. Uh, the women are, you know, nicely dressed. Um, there's a couple of men in there in military uniforms. Um, and uh, they're, they're looking at you. They're, they're rather alarmed looking at you. Uh, and, and one of them says, um, uh, please, uh, carry on. Carry on? <laughs> the military men, do they have slung rifles? No. These people look like rich, wealthy observers. I bet there's an exit in their room. Do they have I bet there's some big pieces water? of glass, too. I'm sorry, what was your question, uh, Robert? Yes, there is a door inside, yeah. Robert. I'm just curious, like, like they stand there with, like, champagne, like, hmm, I thought they'd be pairing with the champagne. Well, they're not with champagne, but they're, they're definitely very interested in observing um, what's going on. They don't seem to be too alarmed. I go up um, to the nearest one, and I just say, what is this to you? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Uh, we're we're investors. What else would we be? And at that point, the door in that room opens, and your bus driver comes walking in. He says, "Please, please, everyone, uh, this is not really too much danger. Um, uh, I, I, they're they're fairly fresh, and they don't quite understand what's going on. But you can see they they're still intelligent. They've retained." their minds, despite the fact um, of the things that have been done to them. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it's quite an achievement, wouldn't you say? And some of them, you know, nod yes. Uh, you know, if, if, Are if, you going to undo this, what you've done? Huh, don't mind them, uh, he says. Um, I'm going to bound through the broken glass and use my improvised weapon yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the first the soldier I can. Well, I was actually gonna go for the nearest like weak looking person because I'm pretty weak, and I'm gonna have my acid ready and be like, if you don't tell me, I'm pouring this acid all over this bitch's face. What the fuck? Sounds like okay. order. So let me give you the logistics before you do that. Is it possible um, to get through the glass broken window? Is the first question. Uh, answer is yes. Um, the people are sitting maybe seven or eight feet back. Um, but Dr. Lee is right there where the broken glass is. He's actually turned his back to you and he's talking to them about his great achievement. Don't hurt the doctor. We need him. Um, all right. So. Uh, Dave, uh, Dan, you said first, so you're going to leap up, and what are you going to do? You know, the third arm seems very helpful for getting over a thing like a broken window. Uh, and it's just, you know, if most of the glass went out and so it isn't handy, I've still got an improvised weapon, which is something like a steel bed slat with some broken glass splashed to it. Uh, and I feel like we have to take out the soldiers first if we want to be able to kill them all before we escape into the night. Do you, um, 
Would you say your character might have any kind of military? Uh, you know, Boy Scouts tops. Not, not. I'd thing. say you can probably tell from all of the things on their things. They're probably like generals or something like that. Oh, even better. Yeah. So they're older at military dudes. They're not. That's why they weren't wearing. I see. Yeah. Still. I think. I mean. I, I didn't know that Dr. Lee was so close when I decided. But That's I'll, why you titled you. I'll go to the audience because Anna's going to take out Lee anyway. Okay. Uh, and I think, you know, even a, even a wizened old Dick Cheney is going to give me more trouble than one of the blue hairs. All right. So do a, uh, do a, a jump roll, I guess, or a climb roll, whichever one you want to use. Mm, oh, I have climb of 50. Oh, 67. Uh, I've got a third arm to push. To, that, was, that gives you strength. Um, strength. Doesn't give him a third bonus, though? I mean, you can use luck if you want. Yeah, what the hell? I mean, this is, I, we're likely to be gunned down any minute. Um, so, sure, 17, that's, you know, still gives me 43 luck. Okay, so you you leap up and you pull yourself through the thing and you land on the ground right next to the doctor, but you're you're reaching for one of the generals. Okay. Swinging actually. You're swinging your your thing yeah, at the my, one of the my generals. Sharp cudgel. Okay. Um and Robert, uh you're also going to go through the window? Yes, but I'm going for you know, uh like one of the ladies or the earth is okay. like a scrawny looking dude because apparently i'm scrawny so. well let's say there's a lady there you know she's got jewelry on she's um probably in her 50s or so uh but and and so i'm trying to grab her and be like i want my life back well let's and get you in uh okay so you want me to uh yeah what do you have your uh I have knowledge uh, of Shakespeare. Why don't you do a, a, a climb or a jump? Okay, that was a 34. Let's see what that gets me. Climb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 50. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's a uh, that's a regular success. Or just accuracy jump. No, we'll go climb. I climb. Right. You, you climb through the window. And once again, you land right in front of this woman and reach out to grab her. Jordan and Anna, what are you guys going to do? Do I have to climb through the window to take a stab at the doctor's back since he's right there? Um, didn't he come through the zombie door, or did he come? No, no, no he, he came, came through, through the, the door. You wouldn't let him in that way, auditorium. so he's come around into their yeah. door. Um, no, actually, the the wainscoting is only about four feet high. You could literally come up right behind yeah, him. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Stick something in his back. Yeah. All right. Do a fight roll, and you got any, You can do it with a bonus dice because he's not trying to stop you. Jordan, what are you doing? And after all, he can't sleep up on her right. any longer. Nobody can. Uh, uh, I'm lo I'm looking for an exit through that broke through the broken glass. You you I can see here. one. Yeah. But at this I'm, point, uh, all three of them are kind of in your way. 
I'll wait for an opening to bolt for the exit if I see one. Okay. Uh, Anna? Um, improvised weapons are what? Like D3 damage, something like that? Well, what is it that you've improvised? It's a glass, like a glass shard. Um, well, we'll call that a knife. 1D4 plus 2 okay. plus damage bonus if you've got... Three. Anything. All right. So you jam this thing right into his back. And he reacts by screaming, ah, like this. And uh, nobody in the crowd comes to his aid when you do that. Um, and Dan, you realize too now that Anna has just stabbed him uh, with something in the back and he's, he's screaming. Um, you grab a hold of the general and he, well, I mean, you're, you're going to hit him with something. He puts his hand up to block. Let me see if I can block you. Might hurt him as he blocks you. And he says, but 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 what wait, wait. We can we can offer you uh, uh, quite a lot, he says to you. Uh, at, at the same time, Robert, you've grabbed a hold of this woman. You've got the bottle of acid. And the man next to her says, No, 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 unhand my wife. He says, uh, we're here for you. We're not, we're, we're, we're willing to help you out and pay you. I was just a, a regular American citizen. I was kidnapped and this was done to me. We're, we're all just regular American citizens. No, um, apparently you think it's okay to do this to people. So oh, we're not. we didn't do anything to you. No, you're uh, just observing. This is the first time that we've seen uh, Dr. Lee's experiments. He Did called us. Did he strike us. you as legal experiments? Um, Anna, you've stabbed him in the back. What do you want to do? All right, I want to vault into the room and I'm also headed for the exit too. Like I've left it in his back and I'm I'm going to book it. Okay. Um, Give it a good twist though. Do a, do a climb roll. Uh, hard success. All right. You actually reach up and grab a hold of the doctor's shirt and use it to pull yourself into the room. And as you do, you end up flipping him back over into the room, uh, into the, the lab. So he tumbles backwards, screaming into the room. At this point, um, these people, you, you now have clear access to that door. And the, the people are pulling back from you like, you know, they don't want you to hurt them. Um, but they keep saying, the, the men keep saying, um, no, we can, we, can, we can give you whatever you want, any amount of money. Uh, the experiment is more important than anything else. Uh, as long as you're, as long as you're willing, we can, we can employ you even as you are. Uh, uh, we could give you more more money than you've ever imagined. What do you guys want to do? If, why should if I believe that's you? worth your humanity, then you should have had it done to yourself. Well, but that's just it. That's why we're here. Don't you understand? No. <sighs> Dr. Lee, for all of his insanity, has made you virtually immortal. He's also made you so that you can 
you're, you're, you have body modifications that change everything. We want to live forever. But there's a bunch of dead people banging at the door. There's dead bodies downstairs. How do you know we're immortal? He told us their previous experiments. You believe a crazy man that we're immortal? And he anyway, told us you he are. told us you were all dead. Excuse me. He told us you were all dead. He's he's using um, some old formulas he found from the 1920s, a Dr. Herbert West, to reanimate you after he's done body modifications. It apparently seems to work very well. I mean, don't blame us. We. We thought that he was insane too until we've seen you. Your your wonders. Stab, stab, stab. All right. You're stabbing the people. So Dan's yeah, going to stab I, the general. I'm going to. I'm starting with the general, and I'm going to move through the crowd. I'm going All right. back well, to the doctor. Howard, you said you're going for the doctor? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can leap, leap down into the room. He's trying to climb away. Um, no, you don't, Doc. But without too much difficulty, uh, you manage to... You could beat beat his head in, pretty much. You, you don't have any difficulty with that. Who, me? Yeah. I'm not trying to beat him up. I'm trying to just grapple and be like, no, no, oh, no, no, you're no. trying to keep him from getting away. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I need you. All right. Um, Dan, uh, the second you actually stab the general, um, the other people leap to their feet, and uh, definitely uh, a few of the military men do have sidearms, which they pull out and point at you, and they're like, stop. Stop now. But they don't seem to be coming for that general's help. They're just defending themselves. And maybe their wives. Uh, you know, uh, you'd better hope that I'm not immortal. Um, Jordan, what are you doing? Oh, you, you and uh, Anna, you're running for the door? All right. Um, do a dexterity roll. Uh, yeah, hard success. All right. Uh, how about you, Anna? The magical tree. Uh, magical uh, also a hard success. All right. You managed to leap past them, past, uh, past Dan, past Robert, um, and get to the door and open it up. And it's the first time that you've actually seen sunlight uh, coming through windows in the distance. Uh, it looks like you are in some old medical building, maybe something that was in an asylum. Uh, you run to the front door and you open it and look out. There are a number of vehicles parked outside, probably those people. Uh, some of the cars look expensive. Uh, and you are in the middle of the woods. Uh, you don't know where. Going to call what? back, Dan, Rob, we found the exit. Let's go. Uh, 
Um, I, I guess it depends on whether I can hear her over the screams of the general whose throat I've just gouged. Yeah. Whoever is closest. He's oddly not fighting. I mean, he's trying to fight you off to save his life, but he's the kind of uh, gritty fellow who doesn't scream when you're, <laughs> you're beating him up. Um, a few of the other people are trying to make for the exit as well. Unless I can hear them clearly, I'm my, my feeling is like grimly execute these monsters who right. want their own lives. You can do a um, do a listen roll to see if you hear them. For a psychologist, I'm not a good listener. I rolled a ninety-seven. <laughs> you're you're very busy at the moment, having yeah. uh, psychological satisfaction day. beating the shit out of this this these people. All right. Um, Jordan and Anna, you're outside. Uh, Robert, you are inside. You have the doctor pinned to the floor. He is bleeding. He's uh, He's got a, a pool of blood behind him because you stabbed in the back. Um, Dan, you are trying to kill as many people as you can, but there, some of them are getting out. Um, that extra arm... Uh, seems to work pretty well for grabbing three people at a time. <laughs> um, Anna and Jordan, what are you going to do? Uh, you are outside. Here's all those cars. You don't know where you are. There is a road. I say we team up and find a car. I can't drive. Can you get us out of here, Jordan? Uh, I can drive, but not with these legs. Well, I probably, I guess I maybe could. It'd be a bit difficult. Let's try to find a car. We'll figure it out. Luckily, yeah. if she sits on your lap, she can see forward while you pedal backwards. <laughs> it would take some practice, though. <laughs> that works. Well, do a luck roll. Uh, you can both do luck rolls. Yes, pass. Okay. Jordan finds a car that the door is not uh, locked, and the keys are in the ignition. And the two of you manage to speed off unless you're going to try to get the others first. Um, I'll, I'll start blasting on the horn okay. for them. Dan, you can probably hear that. Um, uh, let's see. What did I say? There was about 20 people in here. I'd say that uh, you know at least eight of them are getting past you. Uh, but the other ones you are punching and subduing and um, slashing and everything else. Robert. Uh, Is the doctor have... still alive? Uh, yeah, he's still alive. Uh, and and, I, I, and I'm just saying to him, can you fix me? Fix you? But I did fix you. Change me back to look like a normal person. And he sort of he sort of rolls over and he says, you, you don't understand it all. And he reaches up and he grabs a hold of your zipper. No! And he pulls it all the way down and he reaches inside you and he pulls out a teddy bear that's holding a little red silk heart and he says who else can do that? Can you make me look normal? 
Love the pause there, Tom. That's awesome. Like, hey, what did you like to know? <laughs> Do a persuade roll. Or an intimidate. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 No. Mm-mm. Wait, 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 wait. I can spend luck. You can. I spend enough luck to make that a success. Okay. So you twist his arm, and uh, he starts begging you to, to stop, and um, says, you know, all right, I'll, I'll fix you, I'll fix you. Good. Uh, Dan, what but, do you want to do? Uh, I, think, I think this is a role question, uh, some, maybe something to do with Pyle, where I, because I want to burn this place down and bring the authorities here but I also want to kill the people that I can kill. And right at the, at the immediate second, I'm like, I just want to kill all these evil people who were responsible. Okay. Is that a power roll, do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could say it's willpower. Which one do you want to do more? Well, I, uh, the reason I think it's a, a dice thing is because it's like, I have, you know, I have a forebrain and a backbrain. Like right now, I just want to like murder everything because I'm freaked out and these these smug idiots. But of course, the higher goal is to get out and really fix it. If I just kill everybody here that I can, some well, of them have already escaped. Since since killing is is usually opposite of what a person would really want to do, let's say. Uh, roll a roll a power roll to see if you have the willpower to resist killing everyone. That makes that makes sense. Uh, and I made a fifty nine for sixty, which is very much in keeping with how ambivalent I would feel. So so maybe getting the fuck out. Yeah, and the and the, the horns, the Korhorn, like because I do, and we obviously we have a group solidarity feeling. So yeah, I throw down the banker in hand. Uh, and I, I yell back to Robert, like, we're getting out of here. Get out of, come, come out with us. We have to burn this place down. But I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to head toward the door. So, Robert, you hear him say that as he goes out the door. We need the doctor and his facility to change us back. Uh, he's already gone. Um, all right. So, Dan, you managed to get outside, and you join Anna and Jordan, and you wait maybe a few minutes, but then you, you drive off. Um, Robert, the doctor, uh, let's see, I'm going to turn this into a poll. Do a, do an opposed intelligence roll. So, uh, okay. roll your intelligence. Come on, dice, work with me. Um, that is, oh no, that's a success. Yeah, what? How? 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 how Fifty-three. Okay. I think I got a little better than you did. I'll spend luck. Um, all I'm right. Wow. All right. <laughs> what is it, Tom? What you spend it? your luck. The thing is, is that what's going to happen is. He's going to get you, he's bleeding badly, but he's going to, you're, you're twisting his arm, you're forcing him to do it. Um, 
he's going to try to get you into a position where he can gas you again. Mm. Uh, but you realize that. You realize that there's no way to fix you without gassing you, and that once he gasses you, he can just kill you. Yeah, I had a thought about that. Can I tell you what, what I was thinking? What's that? See, my plan was he's bleeding, he's weak, he's injured. I was going to lock him in a room, making sure he doesn't bleed out and die. And when he's really weak for months, maybe even years, if I'm truly immortal, I'm barely keeping him alive. Just barely. And meanwhile, I'm studying the books. I'm trying to learn chemistry. I'll ask him questions every now and then. What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm not trying to learn his process. I'm trying to make a poison only I can only I know the antidote for. Um, I don't think that you would have the education to be able to do something like that, at least not before these three alert the uh, authorities and have them come back. And... Then I tell the doc, I hope you're a good uh, marathon runner. And dun -dun, dun -dun, dun -dun. You know, we're running away. Maybe we'll grab a car. I heard Mexico's nice this time of year. They have bats in Mexico. Oh, you're taking the doctor with you. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, and you can't sneak away, Doc. I'll hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point in the story, you go off into the, the night with the Doc, uh, and the rest of you manage to get away. And that's pretty much the end of our story. Um, you could come up with you guys would be freaks. You probably go on talk shows and stuff and uh, end up making quite a bit of money in the process. Uh, meanwhile, in Tijuana, the uh, when the authorities get to the lab, um, uh, another organization seems to show up uh, called Delta Green, and they, uh, they managed to clean up all of the... Uh, the equipment and stuff and gather together all the formulas and, and run off. And that's the end of the story. So it's kind of obvious what happened. Um, uh, it was all a dream. Carmack, uh, Dr. Carmack Lee uh, had been experimenting for some time and he was basically catering to rich people uh, who wanted to live forever. Now at the, it, it, well, the way he said it was a bit misleading. Uh, the point was is that he could replace body parts uh, effectively and that he could reanimate your, your corpse. Um, that doesn't mean that you couldn't be damaged right. beyond repair, you know. Um, but effectively, he could keep these old people alive forever because he could just keep giving them more of the formula and slowly replacing body parts with younger body parts. Um, he had found, while well, he had probably done research and eventually found Herbert West's formulas and had been modifying them and working on them and, and for years and years and years. So uh, do I eat or sleep? You're hollow. You're the yeah, hollow Yeah, I got man. that. I got that. So I, I thought the bear was from... a nasty... I was waiting for you to pull the bear out when you were in your room. What the fuck is this? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You're like a big teddy bear. 
So does that mean I got to be careful of like strong gusts of wind to help us blow away? No, I mean, you're not necessarily light. You're just, you have no internal organs anymore. They've been, you're, you're animated. So you don't need any of these internal organs. You don't have to eat or drink or anything. Do I have a libido? I don't know. It's debatable whether you have body fluids or not. So would be a great drug meal. Um, I thought this is the nastiest picture. Oh, is that is that is that Dan's mouth? Dan's mouth. <laughs> yeah. So are we all dead and reanimated? Yes, you're all. But he killed us. Yeah, <laughs> you're all dead at some point and reanimated. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's let's finish up. Um, let's see. Our players included Holly uh, Buto, uh, Mark Anthony, David Gassaway, and Howard Freeze, with myself as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.